You know, then we're gonna off just a little bit of conceited. I keep on repeating how the boys want to eat it, but I'm trying to that I can't be treated like clientele because they say she's. Just, I didn't realize you stopped the song. <laughs> I've been recording for a full minute and a half. Uh, cool. <laughs> we got the whole debacle of the case and half of Fergalicious. <laughs> Every day, all day, just being like, I put down my phone. Where'd my phone go? I put down something else on the journey to find my phone. I need to find that now. Now what? It's like a full. Where is it? It's a full quest. (laughs) Are we doing Fergalicious for our song pick today, Claire? No, we are not. I'm not surprised. (laughs) That would be really funny, but it doesn't really have a story to it. No, not quite. I'm sure someone's done it. I'm sure. Not me. Welcome to Fine Pairings. I'm Grace. I'm Claire. We're doing something. I'm excited. This week on Fine Pairings, Claire went on a journey to find a song fic. And I asked a couple questions off air to be like, narrow it down for me. It's not Taylor Swift. It's not Taylor Swift. It's something from the It's not because I didn't try to find Taylor Swift. Mike hit. Good hit. (laughs) Um, I will stop. Okay, you said we were in the 80s. Yes. And it's not Cher. No. Is it a female artist? Yes, it is. Ooh. Is it Madonna? No. Mm, okay, I'm seeing strawberries and mint. Does that have to do with the artist no. at all? Fuck. Okay, no. well then I don't know. Uh, Prince? No. Mm, no, it's a woman. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, is it? God is a woman and Prince is also my God. So Prince is, <laughs> Prince is a woman. So Prince, Prince by the transitive God. property. Uh, my lady, the Prince. <laughs> Give me one more hint. This song appeared on a Shrek soundtrack. I need a hero. Is that that one? It's that one. Ah! Wait, who sings that? Bonnie Tyler. Oh, I wouldn't have found that out. No, Thank you. I didn't, okay. I didn't think so. No. Anyway, so let me. Is it a Shrek themed fic? No. Okay. That would have been funny, but no. So when I started my journey for the song fic, um, I did initially start looking for based on a Taylor Swift song because I do. That was the core of where it came from. Yes, because and I do really love all of those fics. Oh, yeah. Because um, I remember having the problem of like people don't tag the artist of the song fic or like don't always do so, yeah, on. they sometimes put in the notes like yeah. what song it is, but so sometimes you don't know. So it makes it hard to know. search for a song fic from a specific artist. It isn't actually. Really? Because again, they'll do, um, base, th- like they might just say based on a song, um, but a lot of them say like, I looked at based on a Taylor Swift song, mm. all of those fics, very in your feelings. Very, I have to assume. Very like romantic feelings, feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, based on a Fall Out Boy song, Ooh. that's some angsty smut. That, that oh. is angsty smut. That's specific. That's And then based on a Panic at the Disco song, mm. we're in our feelings a different way. We're, or I chime in with a haven't you ever heard of closing the goddamn door? We're at a wedding. You know, I write since someone, not tragedies oh, vibe. Someone breaks up so the wedding. So we're either in a different angsty vibe or we're writing sins, not tragedies at a wedding. Well, okay, so I need a hero. I assume, did we get fairy tale? What did no. we get? Okay. So because it could be any protagonist. Yeah. So what I then ended up going with was this is a Stranger Things fic. Ooh, wait. Um, okay. And I have been trying to get excited about season four. I've just been in the wrong headspace to actually watch it. Same. I have now since watched the first episode. Um, I made the mistake of watching it late at night alone in my house. Honestly, that was you should have just like not just done pretty much anything else. Either not watched it or watch multiple episodes I at know. once. From what I've heard, I also have not watched it. Um, but this fic did inspire me to then like 
Uh, it's that I actually read this fic and it's specifically taking place in series four, in season oh, four, which spoilers? is the new one. Um, yes, but no. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm probably not going to remember. No, you won't. I'll have to explain some stuff to you, but yeah. like not really. You'll okay. see. Um, and so I read this and I then was like, okay, I should get a little clarity on what specifically is happening just so I like understand the more specific dynamic that's happening here. Mm. But it's that I enjoyed this fic so much that it, that is what then spurred me to watch the first episode okay, to make sure I understood. And I did watch some other stuff on YouTube to catch myself up, but mm-hmm. none of it is like entirely necessary to enjoy this fic. Okay. So the things that are important is that we have a new monster mm-hmm. in season mm-hmm. four. Makes sense. It's this like demon-ish thing called Vecna. Okay. And so, you know, all of these poor kids have had a lot of trauma. And so yeah, Vecna yeah. is like kind of like an offshoot of like the mind flayer from yeah. season three. Yeah. But functionally what's happening is... The uh, Vecna is like cursing these poor children who have had loved ones die from the previous season. Yeah. So they're grieving right. and they start like seeing their loved ones as like ghosts around mm, them. Okay. And he uses that as like a way to get into their head. Sounds like a like like it. Yeah. A yeah. Bit. Yeah. And then um, he basically is like trying to trap them like in his world and what they figure out. And so this is like the spoiler, but like also not really a spoiler the way to break out of the 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 seeing the ghost of well and it's like what is happening is people are like seconds from being killed by Mm -hmm. vecna and the only way to snap out of it Mm. is that they play your favorite song on blast hell yeah and that like or opens a portal in the side of vecna's world and you're running up that hill you're I running up that love <laughs> i want that as just like a movie that's so no, wait, what, song, what song would snap you out of your vecna um you don't know what uh, like you don't what know would, you're beautiful, beautiful. And I'd be like crying. So like, I'd be like, there's a Vecna and Liam just goes, yo, been secure. And I'm just like <laughs> know crying for. and like running and like, <laughs> I'm getting out. That's really funny. So yeah, what would your song be? I w- this is so stupid. I am, I, you guys know this. I don't know if the, if the fans know this, like how inept I am at music. So it's like, I will, I will latch myself onto one single song and listen to nothing else by that artist. So like, in high school, for example, my favorite song was Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. I yep. could not tell you a second My Chemical Romance yeah. song. And right now, like my one of my favorite jams is uh, Gloria, which mm-hmm. is like the Prudence, like, mm-hmm. it's like an 80s song. And so it just be... Well, that's the other thing. I do strongly believe that it's like whatever song is like most, you out of your like soul. most in that moment. Like yeah. what song you're hyper fixated on. Yeah. So it's that in the show, Max, uh, her favorite song at the time is Running Up That Hill by I think Kate Oh, is Bush. that why that song is yes. popular on TikTok? Yes. And so or like something by ABBA. Like mine would be like Mamma Mia. Like that would be like really oh, no. and wildly it would be as appropriate like a, for the tension. As like a skinless monster is like chasing after you behind 100%, you. It's scary. 100%. Um, Anyway, so this one in particular is the person who is trapped in is Steve Harrington. Mm. And his favorite song, as evidenced by the title of the fic, is It's Gonna Take a Superman to Sweep Me Off My Feet, Mm. sung by Bonnie Tyler. So our author is uh, Silas Ann Anon. Mm -hmm. And um, I did get in contact with them. I'll read what they wrote back to me. My name is Silas and I go by he, him. 
What mostly inspired the fic was the fact I love Bonnie Tyler and mm-hmm. love Stranger Things mm-hmm. and Steve Harrington yes. and thought, why not combine them? I've been writing fics for years, but this was the first one I've actually managed to complete and definitely one of the first I was totally proud of while posting. Aww. I'm usually a bit self-conscious about my writing, but Aww. this one I felt totally good. I know it like hurts my little I'm heart. I'm sure it's so good. I was curious, is this song, is Steve uh, in the show have a song? Um, No, not to my knowledge. Okay, so, so. this is like a... like. Popping it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, uh, Where was I? Uh, Yeah, so it's like, I felt totally good about it, which I think is a little special. The only other thing I can think to mention would be the fact I mostly use Tumblr, and it was those (laughs) communities and general positivity, and I'm going to cry within them, which, why am I crying? (laughs) Because Tumblr is really (laughs) sweet. Uh, Which is weird to say, I know, but the hell site has really changed, and in my experience has become very good and positive, that helped me gain the confidence to actually work and make fix, including by helping me meet one of my biggest supporters of my work. Aww. And uh, my eyes are so misty. I feel like Tumblr like is actually like just no. really like AO3 is also really sweet. Like every yeah. comment is always nice. Like people just are like, if you don't have something I say, don't say anything at all. Your beta is there to fix you and yeah. everyone else is there to like hype you up. Yeah. Uh, or they just don't say anything. No, and right? Tumblr, is, at least what I remember from it is very much like that. Where like if you posted a fake, either it wouldn't get any likes and you'd just be like, no, I'm right. going to let this just disappear into the world or people would hype it up. So I'm glad that, that has retained itself into this new era of Tumblr that I'm no, not right. really a part of. Right. Um, and I should introduce the drink. Yes. What is it? So I'll call this... Let's see. I'm trying. I didn't actually think of like. What is it based on? Anything? So what I was looking for. So we are in the upside down. So everything is red tinted. Oh, um, and that so, makes sense. And so this is a an upside um, down something. Yeah. So I'll, so this is an upside down uh, vodka spritzer. So Ooh. I so I had to make a infused syrup that was uh, lemons, strawberries, vodka, simple syrup unsweetened cranberry juice Mm. and that had to marinate for a couple of hours Mm. so I poured that in first and then I topped it with uh soda water and a little sprig of fresh mint so it's like really fancy but well I guess the simple syrups but yeah oh okay this yeah this felt like a lot of work (laughs) yeah (laughs) so yeah so it's an upside down vodka spritzer I'll put in the directions in the show notes but uh but yeah let's give uh that a good old taste Ooh. That's really good. Right. It's some easy sipping. That's so good. Mm-hmm. It's really well, like it's, it's well balanced in that it's not like over, nothing's overwhelming. Like it's not like a, it's not a challenging drink in any way. And that's no. fine with me. <laughs> it's that I did think that I was like, my problem was again, as I had watched the first episode of Stranger mm. Things, mm. I was like, oh, this is, this is heavy. It's a challenging show. <laughs> this is, a, this is, this is heavy right now with where the state of the world is and yeah. like how the first episode starts. And so I did want something that was light, breezy, easy to drink. Yeah. I mean, like I know it's fresh but like it really tastes so no it's um it's a nice summer it's a nice summer drink so yeah with that tears dried on my face i'm gonna dive on into it's gonna take a superman to sweep me off my feet by silas and anon they were panicking all of them the entire party like the party the group the group Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah steve was still in the upside down and vecna was in his head What's his favorite song? What's his favorite song? Eddie was shouting in a frenzy, fumbling with Max's Walkman as he ripped a, he had ripped from her just moments before. Uh, uh, he really likes the Breakfast Club, so maybe don't forget about me. Ooh. Robin tried desperately to help. That'd be a good one. Good song. Good, good song. song. Africa by Toto. <laughs> I know he likes that one. Nancy exclaimed with a snap. <laughs> Like some of these really don't have the gravitas of like, but like most of songs do. Like no, Gloria actually would be pretty good. Now. No, you need a good, I feel like you need a good like 
base to really yeah. grab your heart a little too gentle. and pull you yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the back, away from the gate and the arguing group, Dustin was pacing, racing through every conversation he had with Steve for any mention of a favorite song. The yelling continued for a bit more before everyone jumped and startled silent when a familiar voice shouted from the other side of the gate in the upside down. For the love of fuck, do any of you shits actually know his favorite song? All at once, everyone started yelling again. It was a jumbled and confusing mess, and Dustin had enough. Quiet! Dustin screamed, huffing as everyone stopped and turned to look at him. I think I know. (laughs) God, Vecna's mind was fucked. Guy totally needed therapy. Vecna was probably more messed up than Steve, which was saying something. Is Vecna a person? Um, he has, like, on incarnation, but, like... There is it like the the they're like mind melding so like they can see this creature's mindscape. Yeah, it's like okay. I think he has like a non upside down carnation, but okay. like again, he was trying to pull people into the upside down and right, right, right. kill them. I don't really entirely understand his motivation, <laughs> but I'm hoping to learn through the rest of season four. Right. Max's descriptions of what it was like was nothing compared to actually being there, and that wasn't even counting the freaky ass visions before getting into his mind. The visions were the worst part. The voices of his parents and their words, unkind and cutting, were echoed and repeating. Steve was used to what they'd say, and so that was not the worst part. Um, In the first episode, again, I feel bad, the only episode I saw, um, but it's that I think it's that the ghosts of your deceased Mm -hmm. loved one are really terrible. So like in the first episode... They're mean to you? Like they're mean to you. Oh, that's So like in the first episode... Is it it Vecna has to specifically have killed this person or it's just like... No, I think... Yeah. Oh, there's something in... um, uh, I want to say it's Japanese lore. I don't know. But there's like a monster that like if it kills you, it can take your face. Oh, sure. Which like that would be fucked. That would be fucked. (laughs) It's a pretty fucked... And this uh, was like in the first episode, like the head cheerleader who is like really like her mom died yeah. in, so from anyone, dis- anyone who's dead yeah so i don't know if i don't entirely understand if Vecna was the one who killed them but anyway chrissy is this head cheerleader and her mom like appears to her and it's that she clearly has like anorexia or bulimia mm-hmm. because her mom is always like i'm taking out your cheerleading uniform because you fat pig like blah, blah. it's oh, okay. really it's horrible really personal it's really personal Gross. and dark and y- yikes oh. um so steve was seeing that before he got sucked into mm-hmm. the upside down what are steve's the tag securities the tags have implied referenced child abuse uh, so i think his yeah, parents oh, were actually no that's also kind of familiar yeah right so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. There's that. Cool. But, so his parents, their words unkind and cutting were echoing and repeating. Steve was used to what they'd say, so that was not the worst part. The worst part was when Vecna showed images of his kids hurt and bleeding in front of him. And his kids are like, he babysits, you know, the younger ones. Oh, okay. He's the one with like the longish hair that had like worked in like the ice cream store. So he like yeah. unofficially babysits all of the little D oh, kids. Okay, okay. Like not really, but he, like he thinks of them as like his younger sibling mm-hmm, group. He, mm-hmm. Yeah. He had a his villain to hero arc. Yes. Correct. I need a hero. Correct. Hurt and bleeding in front of him. He'd seen them injured before and it still terrified him. That one day he'd be too late to save them and they'd be gone. It was the only vague thought that none of it was real, that none of it was real, that it was all an illusion Mm -hmm. that kept Steve from believing what he was seeing and allowing him into Vecna's mind. That was where he was stuck, at least until everyone else got music playing. Steve was beginning to regret not telling everyone what his favorite song was as he looked around the red, misty sky. Yeah, I feel like, okay, wait, uh, so, so they figure this out. Emergency contact, you gotta tell me well, what like, your favorite and they, song is. They figure out what this Vecna like, needs at some point. So like everyone's like gotta write down yeah. and tell everybody multiple times what their favorite song is. Just like, 
be safe. Be safe. Make a mixtape of everyone's favorite song. Yeah, right. Just play it constantly. Right. They're ready. They're ready. <laughs> Dustin will know, Steve thought. Mm-hmm. Dustin will know. Oh, Dust- Dustin. Dustin has to know. They're bros. They are bros. Shattered and broken pieces of the old Creel mansion were scattered around the desolate hellscape. The red mist was everywhere. Adding to the twisted atmosphere, Steve slowly and carefully made his way through Vecna's minefield of rubble until two columns appeared out of the mist, black and twisted. Despite the feeling curling inside him telling him not to go anywhere else near them, he still went to them. There's a difference, Steve discovered, between hearing about a dead kid you knew being trapped in a column with his eyes gone and his jaw broken and seeing him yourself. Steve realized, looking at Fred Benson's corpse, that he was well and truly fucked, especially considering he wasn't hearing any music, which meant either nobody had figured out his favorite song or it wasn't working. Both scary. It didn't matter which was the case. He was still trapped and stuck in a monster from the Upside Down's mind. You shouldn't be here. Ah, so that was what... Can he... Okay, this is like really getting into the weeds. Because like I've had uh, like in like a dream, for example, Mm -hmm. where you're like, oh, I'm dreaming. I can wake myself up by like doing like jumping off this cliff or like whatever. Can Steve just like start singing his own favorite song? To wake himself up, because like feel like no, that feels like a like a final moment at the end of the season where it's like, wait, we have we have had control this whole time. No, we can sing our own favorite songs, and maybe, but yeah, I'm not aware of that, and I think that loophole doesn't exist. Man, the very least, it doesn't exist in this fic. Uh, It would be really be helpful if he's if he's already aware that he's in the mind. He knows it's not real. He knows he needs to hear his favorite song. It feels like it's the next logical leap to be like. What if I just start screaming my favorite song in the top of my lungs? <laughs> right. You're insecure. You're insecure. Don't hold that far. Like, just hoping that someone else, either one, someone else will hear you and be like, oh, that's your favorite song. Or it'll pull, you'll pull yeah. yourself out by your bootstraps. Yeah. That's not um, entirely how it works. Ah. Where have all the good men gone and where have all the good okay. Not yet. Ah. You gotta wait. I know. So that was what Vecna sounded like. He should really think about some throat lozenges. Steve couldn't help himself from thinking. I completely agree. So if if you could just maybe let me go and I'll be off on my merry way and... Enough! <laughs> Weird tentacles connected to Vecna lashed out towards Steve. And he began to repent his sins just in case God was real. Really though, would a kind and forgiving God allow a place like the Upside Down to exist? The black tendrils came closer and Steve tensed, ready to be grabbed and certainly killed when... When a piano started. Oh! Vecna paused for a moment before continuing his attack, but Steve wasn't making it easy anymore. Those dorks had his song playing, and his hope was back in full force. He was getting out of there. Go! Where have all the good Good men men gone? gone. Pause. (laughs) We have to do it line by line. Ah. Where have all the good men gone? Fuck yeah, Bonnie Tyler. Steve was going to get out of Vecna's mind. He didn't go through over three years of upside down bullshit just to die from a weird tentacle guy with a thing for killing traumatized teens. And where are all the gods? That is weird. Fuck this guy. Thinking he was as bad as Demi Gorgon. Wait, this doesn't happen to like adults? No. That seems pointed. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going to fuck with these teens. I think it's because I do think there's an element of like the teens are like susceptible. Yeah. Like it does. Again, they were kind of the characters who get picked. It's like they were in a vulnerable enough state that that's what allowed Vecna to like get into their mind. And then he continues to weaken them by like poking at their weakness with the the targeted attacks from their Their loved ones. And I think it like dives them into a depression and cuts them off from other people. And that's what like allows him to like 
isolate you. Fuck this guy, thinking he was as bad as demigorgons and demi and demidogs and everything else demo. That weirdo trying to take Max, then Nancy, then Steve himself. The mind flayer couldn't get any of them before. Why'd this guy think he was special? Where's the streetwise Hercules, Hercules to fight the rising odds? The entire party had been beaten, had beaten worse odds than a demon from the 50s with a thing for trauma and blood. And Steve was part of the party. How do they know he's from the 50s? I don't know. All right, I'll watch the show. These are things we'll have to figure out when we finally watch season four. Watch the show tonight. Isn't there a white knight upon a fiery steed? Steve took care of those insane kicks. I toss and I turn. Steve protected them from whatever the upside down threw at them next. And I dream of what I need. He's the goddamn babysitter. Yes, I need a hero. Behind Steve, a hole was made in the mist, and Steve could see the gray and cold, twisted version of the road where Fred died, and could hear voices from the gate shouting and yelling, along with another voice that was strangely clearer. But Steve didn't have the time to question that, too busy darting away from the broken remains of the Creel house and Vecna. I'm holding out for a hero till the end of the night! There was water in Vecna's mind, which unnerved Steve when he stepped in multiple puddles as he ran. It was nasty as hell. Mm. He's gotta be strong, and he's gotta be fast, and he's... Nope. Claire, the cuts in this are not the lines. I know. (laughs) Steve said... Max had said that she started remembering moments with the rest of the party, memories that gave her the strength to fight Vecna's control, and Steve was understanding what she meant. It was like when people talked about your life flashing before your eyes, when your life was in danger. And he's gotta be fresh from the fight! (laughs) Fighting the demigorgon with Nancy and Jonathan by his side, walking the railroad tracks with Dustin, trying to- This is his favorite song, it's so funny. I know. (laughs) Trying to lure Dart to them, giving the kids advice on how to get a girl to uh, to like him back, loading the demo the loading the demo fuck into Joyce Byers' fridge, sitting in his car with Dustin, assuring him that he will look that he looks good and dashing. Aww. I need a hero. Fighting and getting Billy away from Lucas, helping L Jane get used to her. She goes kind of by Jane in her like new school, but mm. helping L Jane get used to her new life, befriending Nancy and Jonathan even after his and Nancy's messy but brutal breakup. Mm-hmm. I'm holding mm-hmm. up for a hero till the morning light. Starcourt opening and Steve getting a job at Scoops Ahoy, hmm. where he met Robin, mm-hmm. watching silently as Will Byers making kicked puppy eyes every time Mike mentioned someone he had a crush on. Saw the glances Mike and Elle shared when they thought no one was lo- was noticing. He's gotta Mr. be sure and he's gotta, gotta be soon. soon. And he, ah, then the moments no one else knew sure about He's gotta him. be soon. Yep. We're really cutting this in weird spots. Yeah, then the memories no one else knew about came. Things not even Dustin or Nancy knew. Ooh. Moments hidden and kept secret but never forgotten. Darkness. And he's gotta be larger than life. Playing basketball at school, Billy Hargrove pressed close to his back, antagonizing Mm. one-sided conversations in gym showers, being called pretty boy as an insult until it became more than just an attempt to piss Steve off. Just thought you were pretty. Yes, you're pretty. (laughs) The only remembrance of Billy I have is from that other fic we read. So like I have a skewed remembrance of his actual uh, TV show personality. He's a huge dick. Yeah, Yeah, so. He was pretty though. He was pretty. He was pretty. Steve is also pretty. They're both pretty. They're both pretty. Somewhere after midnight in my wildest fantasies. Late nights spent growing closer, hidden away in Steve's house, away from Neil's cruelty and harsh words at the rest of the world. 
Somewhere just beyond my reach. I lost the chorus there. Whatever. Somewhere the- after midnight in my wildest fantasies. What's the next one? Somewhere just beyond my reach. Somewhere just beyond, beyond my, my reach. reach. Pause. Then the mind flare got inside Billy and possessed him, <laughs> turning this him is even like, more. This is like edging. I'm, yeah, I'm like, yeah it's um no yes it's it's hard it's hard i get it i get it i get it in the show all these things would be happening simultaneously and so it wouldn't feel so jerky jerky but yeah it would be a beautiful um montage montage yes of of steve just like fighting and running yeah, and memories and running and fighting and memories and it's like very seamless when you're like reading it in your head Yes. And then when you try to sing it out loud, it's nice. And it's only because you get excited those. about the next lyric yeah. that you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. ah, somewhere just beyond my reach. Then the mind flayer got inside Billy and possessed him, oh. turning him even more hateful. than. Wait, when the mind flayer is here too? No. Oh, this is no, he's like remembering. Okay, okay, okay. I was going to say, this is too many. Too no, many he's villains. having, no. So he was, so just like um, with Dementors, you need to think a happy thought. Yeah, 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 and yeah. he's having a hard time. He's like, Gotta think some happy thoughts to get out of the upside down. Yes, yes, yes. But it, right now, he's like about to take a spiral down the sad road. Mm-hmm. Then the mind flare got inside Billy and possessed him, turning him even more hateful than when he had first come to Hawkins, before the monster impaled him when Billy died for the rest of them. There's someone reaching back for me. When Billy left Steve and Max and traded his life for theirs, racing on the thunder and rising with the heat. Previously floating rubble fell around Steve, breaking into smaller pieces on impact. Vecna was trying to crush him, trying to make him stumble enough for the monster to get him. Despite his efforts, Steve never stayed down for longer than a moment, getting closer and closer to the hole in the mist. It's gonna take Take a a superman to sweep me off my feet! Every time he lost his footing, a memory of one of the kids or an image of Billy would invade his mind, and the thought of not getting back never occurred to him at all. The party needed him, yes. and he could just imagine Billy's face if Steve died. Could just picture all the shit he had been given for all eternity in the afterlife if Vecna got him. Mm-hmm. I need a hero! God, he missed Billy. The first few months after his death, the party had begun to suspect he was having some intestinal problem with how often mm-hmm. he was in the bathroom. What? And what? From- <laughs> what? What? Say more. (laughs) From how often he was in the bathroom and for how long he would stay in there. Is he crying or is he masturbating? In actuality, (laughs) Steve had been hiding in the bathroom each time he realized, again, that he wasn't seeing Billy again, would never hear a fondly teasing pretty boy, would never get another late night visit when things became too much at home, would never wake up with blonde hair in his face and a tanned arm being crushed under Steve's body. Okay, so we're we're, we're shipping them full in this fic too for fun. Okay, you know, that's, yeah. Yep. Uh I'm holding up for a hero till the end of the night. As Bonnie Tyler belted in his ears about a hero, the hole grew closer and closer, and yes. rubble continued to fall. Go, Steve, go! The ground shook as each chunk landed and broke apart. Fight! His socks were wet, and he could feel Ew. dirt on his face. Steve dimly registered that there were tears running down his face is and blurring his vision. Is he in the real vision. world also doing stuff, or is he just fully, he's fully in Upside Down? In no. The, he's, he is running in the Upside Down. In the real world, he's, like he's, he's potentially floating in the air. What? But, like, eyes rolled back. Ew. But, yeah, it's not... Okay. Yeah. So so he's not like a dog that's dreaming he's running and like Ooh. acting this out. Okay. Yeah, he's like catatonic, but like might Maybe be like floating. Yeah, gross. Yep, I know. No thanks. 
Steve dimly registered that there were tears running down his face and blurring his vision, but he was still racing away from Beckna. He's gotta be strong, and he's gotta be fast, and he's gotta be fresh from the fight. Steve felt hysterical laughter bubble up inside him when, appropriately, he thought that he and Bonnie Tyler likely had similar taste in men. Mm. And totally the wrong time to think that. He knew, but he couldn't help it. I need a hero! When Billy wanted to, he could be pretty heroic. His yes. death was proof of that. Yes. I'm holding up for a hero till the morning light. Steve had always told Billy to be kinder, that he could be redeemed and seen as better. He just had to try. It seemed Max had understood the same thing. If he had lived, Billy could have been redeemed, she had said. He's gotta be sure and he's gotta be soon and he's gotta be larger than life. Maybe that's why Steve loved the song, why he had instantly fallen in love with it, yeah. why it had immediately become his favorite. It was practically a song about Billy. I thought it was going to be about him, him finding his own like, self-love. That would have been, that would have been good. It could be both. I can be both. I need a hero. The night Billy had died and the police had taken the party to ask about the first, Steve had spent the whole time waiting for Billy to saunter in through the door with all his swagger, cigarette in his mouth, greeting Steve with a, hey, princess. Up where the mountains meet the heavens above. Billy never did show up. Out where the lightning splits the sea. Steve could remember a night where a thunderstorm had blown through Hawkins, lightning keeping the sky bright despite the clouds making it seem like a midnight when it was noon. They had spent the entire day at, on Steve's couch, wrapped up in each other while movies played on the TV. Aww. It had been an amazing day. Wait, when, so he, wait, wait, wait. So is he bullying him while they were dating? Maybe. As like a, I can't tell what the timeline is. Because he's mean to him, but they're snuggling. But not at the same time. But maybe at he's school a to like cover up yeah, he's his a tracks. I don't know. He's a brat. He's covering his tracks. Yeah, just, just like that. I'm going to snuggle you, Steve, but don't you look at me at school. Nope. <laughs> they had spent the entire day on Steve's couch watching movies. It had been an amazing day. One Steve went back to when he wanted to remember Billy in a better light than his final days. Prisoner to the Mind Flayer and crueler than he had ever been. Um, like He was an asshole before the Mind Flayer, and then the Mind Flayer made him worse. Right. But, uh, yeah, and then, but also in, in this timeline, he's also dating Steve. Yep. So that has to happen at some point in the meanness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. While, while I assume before the Mind Flayer, but like, question mark. Yep. I could swear there was someone somewhere watching, watching me. When Steve was in the Upside Down with Nancy Robin and Eddie, looking for a way out and a gate, he swore he could see something watching from the trees, two silver glints in the minute light. The fact that there were, eye that there were eyes was strange, as none of the demo beasts had eyes. Steve had shivered when the idea that the glints were from teeth came to him and had pulled Eddie's jacket tighter around himself. Through the wind and the chill and, and the, the rain, rain and the storm and the flood. Eddie was pretty similar to Billy, and Steve had thought that maybe he'd begun to feel things for the Hellfire club leader, but he didn't. Hellfire's just the D&D team. Wait, so was the leader... Wait, Eddie. There's a new guy, oh, like, Eddie, I don't, I don't know, Eddie, who looks a lot like Billy in the like. But he's mullet. playing D and D with the kids. Yeah, he's like a senior at the high school. The kids are now in high school. Yes, Eddie is a senior, and so he runs the D and D. He's a cool kid, and uh, he's also the local drug dealer. So. Okay. Eddie was pretty similar to Billy, and Steve had thought that maybe he'd begun yeah, to feel yeah. things for the Hellfire Club leader, but he didn't. Eddie was just too soft, too much of a coward. Not that being a coward was a bad thing. It was understandable, honestly, to be a coward in the face of everything the Upside Down had to offer. Steve couldn't blame Eddie for running and hiding, but it wasn't Billy. Billy, who gave his life to the Mind Flayer so the party could be safe. Billy, who would rather die than run and hide. Mm. I can feel his approach like, like a fire in blood. blood. 
Robin had the same ad- attitude to a degree, but there were so many things messed up with the thought of him Robin and her didn't together. Robin did she? No. Oh, thank she God. She was just a lesbian. Okay, good. It's not mutually exclusive. No, it's, yeah. <laughs> so they can't be together because she's a lesbian. Yeah, They're just no, bros. I, I, I don't want yeah. to be, I know. I just, I was, for a quick moment, I was like, wait, who, who is still alive? <laughs> don't, I truly don't remember. I, yeah. <laughs> But there were so many things messed up with the thought of him and her together that he didn't even humor the idea. No offense to Robin, but the image made him want to vomit. I need a hero! Steve never met anyone like Billy, an asshole in the highest degree, but willing to stay when it mattered. His death didn't make everything he had done okay. Didn't automatically redeem him for all the wrong and bad he had done. Didn't excuse all the people he hurt. Mm. Still, it was definitely a start. I'm holding up for a hero till the end of the night. If Steve hadn't been able to see more detail through the hole in the mist, he would have thought that Vecna's mind was infinite and he was never going to escape. Mm. He could, though, see the detail grow and could hear voices get clearer. So I'm stuck on how do they actually die? Is it like the similar to the the mind of the mind flayer? Do they get taken over by Vecna's like consciousness? Um, Vecna like snapped Chrissy a whole lot. He like crushed her face. Oh, okay. So broke like, all no, of her elbows. So there's like all of them. <laughs> all two of them. <laughs> and bent her knees all weird. It was so, hard to watch. So like Vecna can like physically take over the your yeah. body and like yeah. minute. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's why I was getting confused. I was like, what yeah. does like a physical thing come and stab them? Like what happens? Okay. That makes yep, sense. Maybe, maybe, nope. Maybe, he okay. just like what actually happens? folds you What's all up on? and smushity smushes you. Great. If Steve hadn't been able to see the detail through the hole in the mist, he would have thought that Vecna's mind was infinite and he was never going to escape. He could though see the detail grow and could hear voices getting clearer. He's gotta be strong, and, and he's, he's gotta, gotta be best, and he's gotta be fresh from the fight. Steve could hear Robin and Nancy, the both of them much calmer than Eddie. Eddie was screaming hysterically, it sounded like. An insane Eddie's s- new. He doesn't know what's going he on. Know. He's ill-prepared. He's not ready for all of this. An insane grin split Stevie's filthy face when he heard Lucas shout at him to shut up, along with a clap that signaled Lucas slapped him. <laughs> I need a hero! Max was shouting too, but not at Eddie. It seemed like there was some someone else she was shouting at. I'm holding out for a hero till the morning light. It sounded like Chrissy was there too, because the other female voice sure as hell wasn't Elle's. So Chrissy is the head cheerleader who dies in episode one. Mm-hmm. But um, And she's still around? Yes, there's a tag here that says Chrissy Cunningham lives. Ah, so this okay. is a choice that the, gotcha. that the author has made. Didn't deserve to die. Great. She didn't. She didn't. Fair. Steve didn't know much about Chrissy, but he was honestly a bit happy she was there. She was nice and could keep Eddie from freaking out too bad. He's gotta be sure, and and he's gotta gotta be soon, and he's he's gotta be larger than life. Then a lisp and a comment that sounded smart-assy from the tone alone made Steve somehow speed up. That was Dustin. I need a hero. Dustin, his favorite little punk from the group. Ah. The kid he needed to get back to. Yes. The one that had been willing to get blown up by what could have been a Russian explosive because... The one who also saved the world with a song for a second. All right. <laughs> because you die, I die. Ah. I'm holding out for the a hero till the, the morning, morning, to the end of the night. night. The others all had people to return to. <laughs> who would be okay if Steve died? Lucas had his sister. Will- Wait, did Dustin's family die? No, no, no he's. Some, I think he's an only child. Did his cat die? Someone's cat <gasps> died. Wait, did the demagogue eat his cat? Yeah, that was upsetting, and yeah. I blacked it out. He has parents, right? Yeah. Okay, just checking. He did. It sounds a lot like he doesn't have any parents. Yeah, but who knows? It's the eighties. Uh, it sounds like he's just got uh, a mom, but like right. otherwise. 
doesn't have a lot of people. So Lucas had his sister. Will had his mom and brother. Max had her mother who needed her. Mm -hmm. Mike had Nancy and Holly. Elle had Will and the rest of the buyers. Dustin, though. Dustin had his mom, yes, but Steve wasn't totally stupid. He understood that the kid needed him as much as Steve needed Dustin. Mm-hmm. He's gotta be strong and he's gotta, gotta be fast and he's gotta, gotta be fresh from the fight. Rubble was still coming down and the bottoms of Steve's jeans were soaked from the weird mud puddles in Vecna's mind. The bites from the bats ached, not happy with his continuous dead sprint in the slightest. <laughs> Why bats- are you going so fast? <laughs> Stop it. I need a hero. hero. Those things didn't matter. Slow I'm, down. I'm holding up for a hero till the morning light. He was getting closer and closer to the way out. He's gotta be sure and it's gotta, gotta be, be soon. soon. Closer and closer to his own body. And he's gotta be larger than life. Closer and closer to his crazy group of kids. I need a hero. Steve was right at the gap where he could see his own body. Oh. And he leapt through, pushing down the human fear of jumping through mind portals. Get it. I'm holding up for a hero till the end of the night. It all went dark. Then his legs hurt as he fell back to the ground. Bonnie Tyler faded out of his ears as he scrambled backwards, afraid Vecna would come back and steal him away. What? Steve felt someone wrap their arm around his chest and hold him close. Pull him. He was the last one to get out of the upside down, so no one else should have been there with him. Yeah. Steve whipped his head around, ignoring- Billy? Who is it? Steve whipped his head around, ignoring how badly he was hyperventilating, though all his breathing stopped when he saw two familiar blue eyes staring back at him. Blue eyes framed by dirty and greasy, yet still golden blonde hair. Blue eyes Steve thought he'd never see again. Oh! Hey there, pretty boy. Oh! And that's it. Oh. (sighs) I know. And so that was... That was the song fix. So yes, I thought... um, That was good. It's very intense. I know. It was a lot of... It felt like we were like truly running running up that road, running up that hill the whole time. Yes. It was very scary. It did inspire me to be like, yes, I do want to get into... watch Strange Things. I got to watch season four. Yeah. I got to know what's going on. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm going to do it. People really like Stranger Things. And I did like... I really did like Stranger Things. And it's just, you know, sometimes at these different stages of the pandemic, it's been a little dark. Did you say what your song that would get you out of the upside down was? Uh, well, okay, so yeah, especially I can wait. I can find you. I can find you a clip of Gloria if you do not know. Oh the yeah, song, yeah, because yeah. it is excellent. And I found it like rather late in life, unfortunately. But especially if I was in like the Stranger Things gang, I think this is more of a uh, '80s song. <laughs> You're right. That's a good run out of. It would be funny. Like we were listening to like what. Fergalicious. It'd be really funny if it was like London, London Bridge. My London, London Bridge. Why not go down? Like I'd, I'd probably pick a stoop song or like um fucking oh what always I mean Welcome to the Black Parade always gets me hyped. So that would be funny or um boom 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 I want to in my room. Bingo brother. By the big voice. Also be very funny. I have a lot of songs that get me hyped. So I think you get a lot of choices to get me out of this uh deep hole of unconsciousness. All right. Uh yeah. Um I also love a good. Good, um, Dolly Parton song. Ooh, true. Um, like that t- 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 nine to five nine opening. To five. That, that would yeah. also get me. Stumbling the bed and, and I'm tumbling in the kitchen. Pour myself a cup like, of you just, like, you just like march out of the hole. <laughs> be like, right? It would be great. Like I'm a slut for a lot of songs. So, truth. <laughs> you like emerge from the upside down. You're like, 
Not my top choice, but a good choice. But it did work. It did work. It did good work. job. Good job. Good job. Way to, way to go. But yeah, what uh, what you bringing for me next week? You know, that's a great question because I forgot. Uh, so one sec. Next week, I will be bringing a crossover. Ooh. <laughs> Which is truly half of what's on fan fiction. So right. I have a lot of places to uh, peruse. And we will see where that, where crossover takes us. Originally, it was My Little Pony. Uh, it's not going to be that. I'm excited. I know that already. I'm excited. Tell us your uh, pull out of the out of the void song. Yes. Because I want to know all the hype songs that you guys have. Yeah, I want to make a playlist of good hype songs. Especially good if it's 80s, but if it's not, it's okay. If the vibes are still like exciting in the opening uh, intro, <laughs> that's yeah. really all I need. <laughs> I need some, because uh, admittedly, as much as I like running up that hill, it's a little emotional. Yeah, I was going to say, it, make, it, it makes sense for the emotional gravitas of the show, I'm sure. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. I need something with a little more um, irony, honestly. If you have a good hype song or want Tell to us. otherwise get in contact with us, you can email us at finepairingspodcast at gmail.com or get in touch with us on Twitter at finepairingspod or finepairingspodcast on Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, skip. No. Facebook, <laughs> not LinkedIn, Facebook and Tumblr. There you go. We got it. Also a great way to get in touch with us. We have a Patreon on uh, patreon.com slash podcast. It is two more episodes of more or less this podcast, but sexual. And also make sure that you leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, it helps support our show and helps us stay in the charts, theoretically. Um, but who knows how Who it knows works. what it does? It helps in some way. But if you take a screenshot of your review and send it to us, then you can claim the reward of having Grace or I write a fanfic of your choosing for 500 words. And we usually read those at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next week for some kind of crossover. Beautiful. We'll see you later. Goodbye. Goodbye.